What's up, my friends? Welcome to Good Human, a show on the Cheap Seats Network where we chat about wellness, lifestyle, navigating this crazy world, and just doing our best to be a good human. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is the last episode of season one of Good Human. This feels like the right time to kind of cap out the season. I didn't know if I was going to do seasons at first, but it's been almost a year since I started this podcast, and I'm actually about to embark on a month-long journey of no social media, which I'll get into in the next episode. I know I literally just said this was the last episode. This is the last, like, true full episode. I'm gonna make a super short little episode after this, though, just explaining where I'm going and when I'll be back. But today, we're diving into a topic that I think I want to start a full series on, and that is the topic of parenthood, but more specifically, motherhood. I truly feel like I don't see many people talking about this subject, and this is a huge part of a lot of our lives and a really big decision for a lot of us. Like, if you're anything like me, I've never had that, like, mom urge. I didn't dream of being a mom growing up. That's just not something I've ever felt really drawn to. So now, being 25 years old, it's kind of like, okay, you gotta make a decision. And there is so much that goes into this decision on, on whether to have kids, when to have kids, how you're gonna raise your kids, where you're gonna raise your kids. So I really want to dive into all the facets of this, and I said more specifically motherhood because, unfortunately, moms do have different expectations societally. Like, it, it's just how it is because of years and years and years of gender norms and expectations of women. It's just a different situation being a mom versus being a dad, even pregnancy. Like, that's just something that you can't fully understand unless you've experienced it. And a lot of those things are what scare me about having kids, just the expectations that are put on a mother, pregnancy, childbirth, all the things. So we're going to get into it today. I mentioned that I have never had that like huge motherly instinct that some people grew up with. And it's made me feel kind of broken. Like if we don't have that urge to get pregnant and have a family and have kids that there's something wrong with us as women and so I wanted to ask all of you guys like what your thoughts were where you're at on the topic of having children and a lot of you guys are on the fence about it as well so that's kind of where I want to kick off this series I asked a variety of questions on my Instagram story as I usually do for these episodes so if you want to be involved in that you can check out my Instagram abby underscore wellner or you can check out the podcast's Instagram at goodhumanpod. So the first question I asked was just, do you want kids? Yes, no, or not sure. And we'll kind of dive into each of these POVs in this episode. But 51% of you said, yes, you want kids. 14% said no. And 34% said, you're not sure yet. I also asked if you feel pressure to have kids. And 33% said, yes, 30% said no, and 37% said kind of, which I would love to get some follow-up on that as well in the future because I'm wondering if that is more societal or familial or maybe both. Are you feeling pressure from your family to have kids or are you feeling pressure just from the world to have kids? 
So let's go back to that first question I asked. Do you want to have kids? And I'm going to run through some secondary questions I asked for the people that replied yes. Yes, I want kids. My first follow-up question to that was, if so, why? Some of the most common answers were to be a better parent than I had, to raise kids better, to make the world better, um, to leave a legacy, don't want my family to stop with us. But the most common answer was that, that I've always wanted to be a mom, that this is my life calling, I've always wanted a family. Which is pretty on par with what I expected those responses to be, and that ties back to what I said at the beginning. For those of us who don't feel like this is our life calling and haven't always wanted to be a mom or couldn't wait for the day that you could have kids, like, where does that leave us? And I wonder sometimes how that impacts parenting styles and relationships with children. I know that's something that I worry about because I haven't always dreamt of being a mom. Is that going to impact a future relationship with my kids compared to the people who have always wanted to be a mom? What does their relationship with their kids look like? And I just wonder how many of us, like I said at the beginning, feel broken or, or weird that we don't have that huge urge. So the next follow-up question I asked was, what do you look forward to about having kids? And the most popular answers were growing and changing through the experience, like as a mom, as an individual, watching my partner be a parent. And the most common answer was watching them grow, making memories, watching them develop a personality, which again is pretty standard. And I feel like we know a lot about people that want to have kids and and why people want to have kids and why people are excited to have families. So I'm really excited to dive into the people that don't want kids and the people that are on the fence. So moving on to those who answered, no, I don't want kids. And this was only 14% the people that answered the poll on my Instagram story. So again, I asked why, if you don't want kids, why not? I'll just read through some of the answers. A lot of these people gave multiple reasons as to why they don't want kids, which included expenses like financial reasons, don't like kids, doesn't feel right to bring children into the world nowadays slash into the unknown, health concerns with being pregnant, it's a huge responsibility, and lastly, loss of freedom slash giving up your life, which I want to touch on the stigma around that because people hear that at first and think, ugh, how selfish which I think really plays into the expectations of a mother versus a father. Mothers are expected to give up their entire life for this child, whereas I don't feel like that same expectation is put on a father. I mean, you hear dads talk about babysitting their kids. You would never say that about a mother. A mother is not babysitting her kids. She's taking care of her children. And it should be the same thing for a dad. A dad is not babysitting. He's literally just caring for his children. But that's the way that we talk about parenthood, mom versus dad. There are simply just far more expectations put on a woman. And so when you hear women that don't want to give up their whole life for a kid, don't want to lose their freedom, I think the first reaction from a lot of people is how selfish because mothers, women, are just expected to do that. But I think it is really courageous and really brave to stand firm in what you want from your life. And as a woman, you absolutely do not have an obligation to reproduce. And I wanted to read a specific answer that someone submitted because I really liked the way it was worded. 
And that is, I can't be the mom I want to be while living the life I want, and it's not a compromise. I love that. This to me is not selfishness, this is self-awareness. I think one of the most painful and traumatic situations that a child could experience or be brought up in is a situation where they don't feel wanted. Being loved and having your emotional needs met is such an important part of being a human, and there are kids out there that miss out on this because they are brought up in a family where they don't feel wanted. Maybe it's explicitly stated that they were never wanted. And I think this is a really relevant topic with the conversation of Roe versus Wade because the future of what we're looking at in many states is children being born to mothers, to families that don't want them. And sure, lots could change. You could have a baby and, and everything that you thought about being a parent and being a mom could change and you could love that baby with your whole heart, but that is simply not the case for some people. And to subject a child to that is just one of the most painful and awful experiences that I can think of, which is why it's so important to give people a choice. Having children is a huge choice. And there are so many reasons why someone might not want to have a child. And I think this, what this person said, is such a valid reason to not have children. As any reason is valid. But specifically, I can't be the mom I want to be while living the life I want and that's not a compromise. This person knows that they will not be able to pour into the child the way they want to while still pouring into themselves. And again, that is such a personal conversation to have with yourself. I know there's many moms out there who are able to pour into their children while still balancing their individuality and that is fantastic, but that's not the case for everyone and that is okay. It's not selfish. And I hate the way the word selfish is thrown around in a lot of these situations because it's it's your life. As an individual, it is your life and of course there are ways that you can be selfish in your own life that are hurtful to other people, but when making decisions about what you want your life to look like, I don't think that's selfish. It's your life. Why would you not want to live it the way that you want to live it? And if you don't feel like you can be the individual that you want to be while being the mother that you want to be at the same time, then you don't have to be. You don't have an obligation to be a mother. I also wanted to circle back to one of the other reasons that you guys said, which was that it doesn't feel right to bring a child into the world nowadays, or that it doesn't feel right or it's too scary to bring a child into the unknown. And that's a huge part of my fear and concerns as well. And I think a lot of people hear that and kind of brush it under the rug or, you know, don't overreact. It's not that serious. It'll be fine. When I think these are extremely valid concerns. Climate change is a huge topic that comes up in this discussion. There's the question of ethics. Is it even ethical for the environment to have children anymore? Do you want to raise a child with the current state of the world, with the current state of your country? America specifically is a scary place at the moment. While it has absolutely afforded many people a lot of opportunities and safety or refuge, it's also a very scary place. There have been two mass shootings in the last couple of weeks. Children are dying in elementary schools. Reproductive rights are being stripped. Not to mention just the ongoing inequalities and issues that people in this country face. And these are really scary, heavy topics that I think absolutely should be considered when thinking about having children. Just do you want to bring children into those environments? Finances is a huge one as well. Finances can be extremely unpredictable. 
Do you want the financial expense of having children? I just think a lot of the times people ignore that side of the conversation and make people feel crazy for considering those things and those reasons possibly being the deciding factor on why you don't have kids. I just don't think people accept that as a valid answer when that's absolutely valid. Any reason that you don't want to have children is valid. So those were, again, some of the reasons why you guys said you don't want to have kids. And I also asked the question, what scares you about having kids? And I guess this is open to those of you who do want and don't want kids and those of you who aren't sure. Like, this question is for everybody because even if you want kids, there are surely things that scare you about it. Which was interesting because there was a lot of overlap between all three categories of people. Wanting kids, not wanting kids, and not sure. A lot of us have the same fear which just kind of goes to show what a personal choice this is because we may all be having the same fears, but our end decision might be different. So the fears were financial stability, pregnancy issues, childbirth, anxiety of raising a human slash what if something happens to them, parenting quote unquote wrong or messing them up, and lastly, balancing parenthood with your interests and passions. Which, I don't know about you, but that hits the nail on the head for just about everything that scares me about potentially being a parent. And again, it's just interesting to me that the people that want kids also have these fears and concerns, but they still want kids. And that's why I want this to kind of be more of a series, and I would love to actually talk with some people, people that want to be parents, people that already are parents, people that have decided that they want to remain child-free. Like, I want to dive deeper into all of this. So this is really like just the beginning of what I think could be a really interesting series. And again, something that I don't think enough people talk about. So moving on to that third category of answers, which is the not sure if I want kids. And again, there was a ton of overlap here with those of you who did not want kids. So again, I asked if you are on the fence about having kids, why? And the popular answers were finances, world issues, career slash personal goals and passions, passing on trauma, and waiting for the urge to want them. Which brings up another really important topic that I wanted to touch on, which illustrates the differing impacts on being a mom versus being a dad versus being child-free, and that is the wage gap. Not just between men and women, but between women who have children and women who do not. Moms are paid less. And there's a variety of different statistics out there. I've read that mothers earn 70 cents for every dollar paid to their male counterparts, which includes fathers. Like, this doesn't apply to fathers. If anything, I've seen statistics where fathers are up for more promotions and make more money than childless males. So the impacts of being a mom are so much more complicated than I think people take into consideration and so much more complicated than being a father. It's just simply not a fair comparison, which sucks. It sucks so hard. But again, these are valid concerns that people take into consideration when deciding whether they want to have children or not, because they're very real things that happen to mothers. So again, I just feel like this topic is so detailed and there's so many different avenues of discussions that we could take, which is why I want this to turn into a series. But that kind of wraps up the introductory polls that I ran on my Instagram. And I did want to go over um, a story that someone had shared with me. Someone had messaged me on Instagram and kind of gave their two cents on this topic. And I really wanted to end this episode by sharing their story. So this person says, I've had some friends and family reach out to me for advice about pregnancy, babies, and my thoughts and opinions. And I just thought I would share some of my opinions with you from a young mom perspective. 
I got pregnant four months after turning 21 and had both of my babies while I was 22. I had just started seeing my now husband when I got pregnant with my first, so it was really scary. We were still both full-time students with no degrees and didn't have jobs. Fast forward to now, we own a home and I'm able to stay at home with my kids and go to nursing school at night. I'm fully pro-choice. When I found myself pregnant, I couldn't get myself to go through with it. If other people find themselves in this situation, I have a couple of pieces of advice I'd like to give to help them. The first is that there's no right time to start a family. There never will be. When you're in college, you want to wait till you graduate. When you graduate, you want to wait until you establish a career. When you establish your career, you want to wait until you find a home, get married, pay off debt. The list goes on and it will never end. You will always find an excuse not to. Another thing is when you're pregnant, it's hard not to focus on the things that you will lose and the way that your life will change. Like I had just turned 21 and I was sad I wasn't going to be able to go out and quote unquote have fun anymore. When you're pregnant, it's easy to focus on what you'll lose, but you don't understand what you'll gain until you're holding your baby. Personally, after having my kids, I wasn't as interested in going out and my fun took on a new meaning. And it's okay to need breaks. We do date nights and normally do a weekend getaway every six months. You lose some pieces of yourself, but you gain so much more and you can still carve out time for your interests, your goals, and yourself. I just wanted to speak on some of the fears people may have about starting a family and things that may hold them back. I want to offer some reassurance to people who find themselves in similar situations to me. And I just wanted to say thank you to this person that shared this with me because this is exactly the kind of conversation I'm looking to have around this topic. I want to hear from different people that have different perspectives. And it can be really reassuring, like she said, to hear from people that have actually gone through pregnancy and are mothers versus kind of ruminating in the fear of the unknowns as someone who does not have kids. And I know a lot of what she said really resonated with me and kind of helped ease some of my fears as well. And it's, again, just nice to hear from people and hear about their experiences. So again, thank you to this person. And if any of you listening feel passionate about this topic and want to share your experiences or your thoughts with me, feel free to reach out to me because I would love to have this be an ongoing series. So that wraps it up for today. I hope this topic is as interesting to other people as it is to me and it's useful and helpful and just opens the conversation up a little bit. This is the last episode of season one, so if you want to tune in to the next really short little quick update on where I'm going and when I'll be back, be sure to check that out. It should be posted at the same time that this one is posted. And if not, I will talk to you guys in a few weeks. In the meantime, if you have any topic suggestions that you would like to hear about on this podcast, again, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, and I would love to include some of those topics in future episodes. As always, thank you so, so much for tuning in, and until next time, see ya!